Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And today, and I quote, Twitter traffic tanking, end quote. Now, that quote comes from Matthew Prince's Twitter account, and that's known as at East Dakota. And we're going to get to him in a bit. But first things first, we're going to start with a little bit of uh, what Susan, uh, excuse me, Sarah Perez wrote at TechCrunch, because I think this is a good backdrop to what I really want to talk about now. Here's what's up. Uh, basically, the newly hired CEO of Twitter, Linda Yaccarino, is basically pushing back at reports that Twitter traffic is tanking as a result of the July 5th launch of Instagram threads. That's the Mark Zuckerberg data privacy mining nightmare that has gained 100 million users in something like the last five days. Blowing past, mind you, ChatGPT and pretty much every other app. It's kind of nuts. So here's what's going on. Twitter, though, really does seem to be concerned about the potential threat that this causes. Again, 100 million users. So on Monday, users were reporting that Twitter seems to be selectively blocking links to Thread.net's website in Twitter searches, making it difficult, uh, basically, for anybody uh, uh, you know, to, to look at conversations on Threads or like, locate users' profiles. In other words, if you were looking up me and saying, okay, at Nick AESP on Twitter, going to Threads, and I post it on Threads, hey, everybody follow me on Threads, it's not going to show up, that link is not going to resolve. Now, technologist Andy Bayo was one of the first who noticed that Twitter basically was doing this after performing a search using the operator URL colon threads.net, which returned no results. Obviously, that's not possible because I've seen a million people basically post, hey, follow me on Threads, the last one being George Takei of Star Trek fame. So technically, this search operator would pull in any tweets with that website specified, and obviously there were a ton. In addition, a simpler search without using the operator of URL colon will uh, return tweets that reference thread.net's website or Twitter users who are tweeting out their thread uh, usernames to their followers, but didn't seem to return any direct links to discussions taking place on Threads platforms, meaning that integration Twitter seems to be cutting to keep everybody in their ecosystem in some way and make it harder to get uh, basically out to Threads. Now, the timing of when this block began remains unclear as Twitter no longer responds to press inquiries following the acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk last year. This isn't the first time for the record that Musk's Twitter has blocked links to competitors' websites. Shortly after newsletter platform Substack launched its discussion features known as Substack Notes, Twitter began censoring those links by making the post impossible to reply to, like, or retweet. Now, the current Threads block does not go that far, but we'll see what happens here, right? Now, the animosity between these two, if you're paying attention to these kinds of things, is utterly, utterly ridiculous. But Musk and, obviously, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Facebook founder, Meta CEO, etc., have essentially heated things up. Musk asked Zuckerberg for a cage match, over this past weekend, I mean, they devolved into basically children on the playground. Uh, you know, they even resorted, uh, you know, to calling each other names and having a specific anatomical measuring contest, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, the common rational one in this situation, Twitter CEO's uh, Yaccarino has taken a less antagonistic stance, tweeting instead how Twitter traffic has been booming as of late, basically trying to reassure advertisers. Now, her remarks follow numerous reports that implied Twitter's traffic has been tanking in the days since Thread debuted, citing information from web analytics firm SimilarWeb. CNBC reported that uh, Twitter's web traffic had declined 5% for the first two days after Thread was made available to the public. On top of that, similar 
Tyler Webb said uh, Twitter's traffic is down 11% compared to the same days in 2022. Other data seems to support these findings, including a tweet from Cloudflare CEO Matthew Prince, which is where I get the title of this uh, podcast and video and all that kind of stuff. Basically, Cloudflare provides uh, content delivery networks and protection against denial of service attacks. They are very plugged in and they are very huge globally. Now, quote, Twitter traffic tanking is what Prince actually tweeted, showing a graph of DNS rankings from Cloudflare over time for Twitter.com, where you can literally map it from last year, where you start to see just this gradual decline, uh, you know, essentially as Elon Musk took over and obviously drastic changes were made. And again, I don't care if you love or hate those changes, that's simply it. No. So I should say not no. But so with, with that, Back in November, I actually wrote an article entitled Why Twitter Will Die. And what I wrote then was, and I quote myself from that article in November of last year, to be clear, Twitter itself could live on for years as a website and app people can visit and use. What will die were the intentions of well-minded people trying to make Twitter into something it could never be, a place for open, honest, intelligent, and rational discussion or debate, end quote. And I think we're seeing that now. I really do. I've personally noticed that the algorithms on Twitter are now feeding me much more politically slanted news, much more politically charged Twitter accounts and all of that in the For You section. These are not people I follow <coughs> or news outlets I follow, but I'm getting this and it tends to be more hyperbolic than I've basically seen in the past. Now, one of those for example, um, I wanted to do an experiment, um, and so I basically wanted to basically post a few rather balanced replies to news articles from some major sources on some hot-button topics. And now one of those, which was ABC News, um, had a report on families here in the United States who have trans children, and they're having to travel out of state for care, depending on the state here in the union that they have, because some states are banning this practice. This is obviously one of those hot-button societal issues, and it's honestly something I really know nothing about. I just don't know much about this. It's not something that I've really followed. I'm not an expert at this. And so as a test, I did a little bit of homework and I tweeted this out as a response to that ABC News article. Quote, I'm the first to admit I don't know much about this subject. Recently, a judge in Arkansas struck down the state's ban on gender-affirming care. Curious as to why, I found and read 80, the 80-ish page decision by the judge. I learned quite a bit on this subject. I think it's a worthwhile read for anyone on either side of this debate. You can find it here, end quote. And obviously, I linked to the judge's decision. It was actually really interesting. I did learn a lot. You know, whatever you think about this... But you will note, you will note that my actual tweet, what I literally just said, I am not an expert. I think this is good for both sides. Everybody should read this. I did not take a stance. I did not say I'm for or against this at all. I encouraged everyone to read the information that I linked and make an informed decision on their own, no matter what that decision is. Now, in the past on Twitter, I would get the occasional, you're an idiot, when I posted something like this as a test. I occasionally do this. I've always said Twitter is where civility goes to die. I even put that in my article back in November. I don't have a big presence on there. I've got like 4,000-ish plus users, or followers, I should say, on Twitter. I've got much more followers uh, like on LinkedIn and other places. But, you know, I've always late to the social media game as well. So I might get usually like in the past couple hundred views, etc. So you would think, though, as by virtue of posting, hey, read this information, decide for yourself. I'm not an expert. You would think I was evil incarnate for posting what I did. 
And again, I did not take a side on this because I just don't, I'm not an expert. Why, why would I speak like an expert on something I know? I don't know what my sources are or whatnot. So I read an official decision from a court because that evidence is vetted. Now, thousands of impressions on this, on just me just posting that. And I saw responses to me. I saw people that responded one way or the other, them getting responses, things like, quote, pedophiles like you have to groom the children first, make them believe there's something they are not, end quote, and on and on and on. And again, <laughs> all I said was go read the information, make up your mind. And there was a lot worse than that. There were some that were just totally, totally graphic. And so that's what I'm talking about here. You can't have a town hall, meaning actual rational discourse, or even try to approach that if the extremists are the loudest in the room. The algorithms are prioritizing their traffic as well. As I've just said, studies have shown longitudinally that anger and extremism generate the most traffic, so it's in the company's best interest to essentially have their AIs prioritize these kinds of posts. Facebook has been caught doing this. Thank you, whistleblower Francis Haugen. There is no doubt that Twitter's AI is doing this as well. Again, I'm seeing politically charged things that I'm not asking for, and it is flooding my feed. Also, Elon Musk himself fancies himself as a free speech absolutist. Now, few of us really think that's 100% true, and he probably would not let, her, let Twitter devolve into the horrendous platform like Gab, which if you didn't know is a social media haven for like neo-Nazis, the Klan, etc., etc. It's a very extremist uh, element in Gab, but basically... What happens is if that does happen and it devolves into something like that, then what's left of the calm and rational users will leave. And basically the only ones left are looking for some kind of fight. And that's what I'm talking about here. We basically, if we are going to use Twitter at some point or it's going to rebound, has to run the balance. And on top of it, you've also seen people go to threads and Mark Zuckerberg himself. And again, I am not a fan of threads. It's data mind. It's horrible. I hate Instagram on top of it. I have a presence there. Like I have a presence on all social media that's major simply because it's marketing for me, but I don't post personal things. I don't feed the beast as, as much as I can, except for videos like this that are rallying against them. But people have said, okay, well, Zuckerberg is trying to make something that is nice. Therefore, it is suddenly censored. And I think that's the other topic that we have to talk about. Free speech, what does it mean? And does disinformation count? You know, when you look at the intention of the Founding Fathers, per the actual writings that they had, free speech to them meant rational discourse that, you know, in a theater of ideas, you come with logic, you come with knowledge, and maybe you are against the grain. Maybe you have a different approach to something than the, the majority does, but you're allowed to speak. You're allowed to make your case. This wasn't basically intended, nor could they have foreseen, you know, 12-year-olds playing Call of Duty at 3 a.m. calling everybody the N-word, or basically everybody screaming at each other with zero knowledge or capability or really actually listening to each other not to mention disinformation and so what does that actually mean you know is there really free speech on threads we just can't be jerks to each other or 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 is it really truly censored and disinformation is that covered under free speech if it's known to be demonstrably false and poisoning basically a population on information like these are things that need actual discussion i'm all for free speech you can tell me I'm wrong till the cows come home. I have a standing order, uh, you know, and, and any company I've ever been with that anybody can come to me. I don't care how junior or senior you are. And you can say, Nick, you're an idiot. And here's why. And you have to tell me why. And you have to give me a solution. And I will listen. 
that's the way it should be. And so there you go. I'll get off my soapbox, but Twitter traffic tanking is the name of the game today. And I promise you, I'm going to have people that are going to basically respond to this without hearing more than 10 seconds of this entire video or podcast. I would put money on it, and so should you. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, as well as Threads as well, because I got to mention them too now, as well as YouTube. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. And everybody just... Just be excellent to each other. That's all I ask. Thanks.